Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. National rate of divorce hovering close to 50%. And I've actually heard some statistics that it's probably even higher now. People understandably wonder how they can make a relationship last. And of course, then we have the new technology like te- you know, texting and social media playing a large role in modern relationships. Simply just cutting off contact with partners. You know it. It's the ghosting thing that's happening. It's the disappearing act from a partner or a date's life by ignoring their calls, texts, and social media messages. And it's becoming increasingly more common. I cannot believe this study that I saw that suggests as much as 80% of single millennials between the ages of 18 and 33, have been ghosted more than once in 2018. And it's not just millennials. I know this is happening across all ages. So what are the secret ingredients for a happy and loving relationship? Well, before we dive into that, I think the first thing is to really define the different types of love before anything else. And according to psychologist Elaine Hatfield, I love this, she actually breaks love into two different types. And it really does make sense when you hear about it. The first one she talks about is the romantic, or sometimes it's referred to as passionate love. And this is the most common in the early phases of relationship. It's characterized by euphoria, intense physical attraction, frequent sexual interaction, and sometimes obsessive thinking about a partner. And at times, you just feel like an emotional roller coaster, and it can be accompanied with feelings of anxiety and uncertainty. I actually like to call these, I have a different term, I call them tornado tornado relationships or interactions because as quick as they come, they go. And this type of love, this type of love tends to fade after at least the first two years of relationship. And at that mark, usually couples are very vulnerable to break up. Now, conversely, the other type of love, compassionate, (laughs) is the type of connection that's more And the couple's bond can be described as deep and comfortable, caring, and actually research demonstrates that the happiest, most long-lasting couples are best friends. But there is a risk that these partners begin to feel too much like friends, and quite honestly, it can become boring. I want to share a little story with you about a client that I worked with, and she had this repeated pattern of relationships and dates that just wouldn't last. And when I met her, she claimed that most men she would meet just wouldn't commit. You know, they would be fast and furious, the tornado dates, as I call them. And then she just chalked it up to the world that we live in. She's like, well, that's just, you know, the nature of relationships now. But after hearing about her upbringing and her family system, I saw that the pattern was actually being created by her own doing, but subconsciously. You see, her father had abandoned her and her mom at a young age and never saw men stick around. So even the ones that mom dated later on, they just, they never stayed. So that was the story that she wrote, that men always left 
And so fast forward to her adult life, she played that out. She played that story out, but this time she was the protagonist. Now, I knew as a therapist that inherently it was this fear of abandonment that was causing her to pick unavailable, narcissistic, and noncommittal men so that she wouldn't get too emotionally invested and close. So we had to reprogram all of that, right? Like we had to recreate that story so that there was a different ending, one where she could find lasting love. But let me tell you, she had to do the work, okay? This didn't just magically happen. She had to change her approach. So I put her on a strict dating diet and a plan to get her into shape without getting too attached. She had to learn how to date smarter, pace things out, and really learn a different way of dating. And then, of course, I had to change her look. You know, she had all the black clothes on, hiding in her little comfy cocoon. And I really had her work on being seen in her clothes. And, of course, we had to change her mindset from scarcity to abundance. And then I'm happy to say that she attracted a great guy who actually stuck around, and it's been over a year. In fact, I'd gotten a call from her not too long ago, wanting a tune-up session. And she said, Kim, it's so good that I'm still a little worried that it's just going to disappear. And so that's kind of her next journey, getting used to that feeling of men sticking around. So I share that inspirational story, and I really want to dive in and talk about you know, how to make things last, because we're living in a world of swiping to the next best thing and being able to dispose one another for something better. How do we create lasting dates and relationships so that they have sticking power? So with me on the line today, I am super excited. I have this very wise woman with over 25 years of experience as a therapist to help us talk today about how to make connections last. She's a psychologist who uses a unique approach to help women and men heal from heartbreak, create high value self-confidence, and find lasting passionate and compassionate love. And she appeared on the Today Show, Oprah, Good Morning America, Nightline, Access Hollywood, and she's starred in PBS special on finding love based on her international love in 90 days. Now, I'm super excited about this because she's celebrating the 10th year anniversary of this book, and it just came out in an updated and expanded edition, and it is awesome. This book has helped tens of thousands of singles find high-value self-love and soulmate love, and it can end your dating and love struggles today. And we'll find out more how this ridiculously great offer later, because I want you all in on it. Welcome, Dr. Diana Kirsch. Hey, 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 Kim. How Hi. are you? <laughs> I am good. I am so, so happy to finally be like chatting directly with you. Like, I feel like we've known each other. We've been on like a ton of summits together, I feel. Yeah, like. yeah. And our, 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 you know, we're totally in sync. You know, I loved what you were talking about in that case. And it's just fantastic. I, I just love it. And you're so right. You know, you can have both kinds of love. There's about 10% of the population that actually are madly in love and they're married for decades. You know, they're, they, when they put them in an fMRI um, machine, you know, looking <laughs> at their brains and they put a picture of their partner up there, their brain lights up like they're madly in love. 
And here they've been married for decades. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Oh my God. No, that's fascinating. Wait, so you're saying only 10% of the population? It's, it's about 10%. But what wow. that means is we can aim for that. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can raise the bar. We can, you and I can do it one couple at a time. I know. So, yeah, but it is inspirational to think about. But I like, okay, so I'm so curious. This is more of like a personal question. How... Like, what led you down this mission of spreading love? And, like, did love always come easy for you? Like, oh you my goodness gracious, no. <laughs> <laughs> you just seem like you have it all together. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, I just oh, no. I was born into a family of five girls. I was the fifth daughter born into a family that only wanted boys. Oh. And so, when I was born, my father didn't even come to the hospital. He said, Another girl, I don't want to see her. So, oh. uh, yes. So I grew up feeling like I didn't belong here, uh, feeling like I was extremely unlovable and invisible. And I used to weep. I would stand on the sidewalk outside the front of our house and I would cry at my parents' misfortune at having had me. So, you know, I, I, what happened for me was, of course, I enacted that with guys and dating. I mm. was, you know, I was ghosted, even though that wasn't the term at that time. <laughs> you were like the original, yeah, being ghosted. <laughs> I got, I got crumbs, you know. Right, <laughs> so, not the cakes, I know. Yeah, oh. and, um, and I was so devastated. Uh, you know, oh. at one point, I was just, you know, the, when the last guy dumped me and disappeared, I was crying and crying and crying on my bed. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. And I, I said, there's got to be a way to find love. I, I, I think it mm. exists. I, I think it exists. And um, I just went on this uh, search. I searched everywhere. I wound up getting then a PhD in, in clinical psychology. And mm. also, I really wound up uh, lucking out. And I had a fairy godmother who was actually a man, but he um, helped me meet my soulmate. And I've been married to my soulmate now for decades. Oh. And um, yeah, it's a miracle. It's a miracle because wow. of my background. It's a miracle, Kim. And I feel like if anybody can do it, uh, I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it. But you know, I feel like, I mean, you call it a miracle, but I also give you credit, you know, like I <laughs> don't, don't sell, your, sell yourself short on that because you know, and this is what I think we do with people. It's like empowering people how to, you know, get past the ghosts of the past or the gremlins, yes. if you will. You yes. know, like how, what were some steps you took to kind of get over that background that you have so that you could have lasting love? Well, first of all, I analyzed my uh, deadly dating patterns. I call them deadly dating patterns, mm. you know, and, um, you know, so I had the I'll make you love me pattern. I would pick somebody where, you know, who wasn't into me and I was going to make him love me. Um, I had the hermit pattern where I, I tried to be invisible and I wasn't reaching out and I wasn't talking to anybody, uh, you know, and, um, and some other uh, patterns. I, I looked at those patterns, you know, mm -hmm. and um, with the help of my fairy godmother uh, mentor, um, I began to do uh, what I call the diamond self work. And this is uh, mm. work where you deliberately change your identity. You know, the part of the brain that is wired for our identity is not static. It's not set in stone. There's not some, some neural net that represents you. It actually is dynamic. It's changing all the time. If you looked at that part of that brain, the brain that represents you, you would see it if it was emitting light, like a light show, constantly changing. 
and you can actually affect that and go in there and change your identity and um, even create your own name for yourself. You know, celebrities are not the only ones who can name themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so good to know. <laughs> and, um, you know, and become who you were meant to be, who, wow. you know, it's like what, what you do. You bring out the natural beauty of people, mm. their essence, you know, who they're meant to be in the world and their, the loving, the lovable parts, uh, and uh, the dime itself is similar to that, and you get to give yourself a name. And um, I've given myself a number of different names over the years and, uh, and, and actually dressed the part and lived into the part and, you know, and... Uh, what was your I, first name? My first name was the beautiful, beautiful woman. And then um, mm. right now it's the radiant beacon of loving guidance. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Wait, can I just tell you, you are so speaking my language. I just got chills because you know how you were saying we like, we kind of do similar things and you were talking about how the brain shifts, right. And according yeah. to what we almost tell it to do and be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, Actually, the clothes that you wear also shifts the chemistry of the brain, which I find fascinating. Bingo, bingo, right? Bingo. Like they even <laughs> coined the term "enclosed cognition." I love it, right? Like the clothes that you wear can actually change your performance and yes. how you are perceived in the world. So, yes. I mean, I think together, you know, with the right costume on and the right name, we can completely have a whole new identity, right? Like, oh my that's god, exciting. yes, yes, yes. This is this is something that we've done with tens of thousands of women all around the world. Actually, you know, uh, mm. now that I've been paying it forward, my work is to pay it forward. And um, so they come up with these amazing names like, um, you know, Amazing Grace, uh, Beloved Mighty Isis, Saucy Minx, Vivacious Vixen, uh, Chosen Goddess of, of Love and uh, Happiness and Joy. I mean, I, I, you know, it's just staggering all the different beautiful possibilities of, of a deliberately created, you might say, goddess-like self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And wow. uh, it's just, uh, it's just amazing. Amazing okay. what happens. Yeah. I was going to say, okay, so once you have the name and you have the costume, then what? Like, how do you become it? Well, uh, there are different exercises, I, you know, I have in Love in 90 Days and uh, I don't think we have time to go into them, but but you um, no, but that's you, a good teaser to buy the book, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but you Amazing, do, by the way. You, yeah. You do an exercise where you actually take this image and you take it and you make it into a grenade and you blow up your disappointing self identity, that kind mm. of thing. But also, mm. uh, on a simple level, what you can do is you um, get uh, gemstones and, uh, like, I have a, a female Buddha right here. I'm right near my computer. Uh, I have different gemstones that represent the radiant beacon of loving guidance. I have these uh, beautiful statues. I have a crystal magic wand. Um, uh, that's all to program myself. I have my name written in calligraphy here. I also have my name written in calligraphy in my closet. I have it uh, also in the bathroom near the, uh, the medicine chest, right? Wow. And and in the drawer, the top drawer here near my uh, computer, you open it and it says my name. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that's so cool. Well, what I like about that too is, I mean, it, it sounds like you literally marinate in it in every aspect and, you know, yes. putting, you're surrounding yourself, if you will, yes. in that name and that vein and that energy so that you become it. Like it, it just, like you absorb it. Yes. Yes. And, you know, initially it may seem silly or, you know, you know, your disappointing self-identity will make uh, comments about, you know, that's too grand, you know, for you, that's uh, mm -hmm. too wonderful. Somehow I know that I had that initially when I started with this naming process, like, oh, that's embarrassingly wonderful. <laughs> that's too <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> that's really, <laughs> I can't say that to anybody. My God, I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. Oh, God. so, okay. So you get this like new identity and you do the, like the diamond self-worth. Is there anything else after that? that oh, yes. Like, yeah. Then okay. you, you actually date several people casually. You, you because, and this is so important now with the ghosting, mm. date several people casually. Now, what do I mean by casually? That means, you know, you're not having sex with them. A little kissing, a little canoodling is okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, you're going to be upfront with them on the second date. You say, look, you know, I, if you like them, you're saying, well, I haven't had as much fun as I haven't laughed this much Joe in years. And I can't, I can't imagine having more fun with anybody, but I want to let you know, I'm going to take things slow and I'll be, uh, you know, dating casually. Uh, but as I say, I can't imagine liking anybody as much as you. So you're giving them a one, two, three sandwich that Ooh, is I like that. that keeps them engaged because if it's a winner guy, if the guy's a winner, he wants to fight and win you. So he's going to say, well, I'll, I'll wait, you know, I'll hang mm -hmm. in there. Um, that is fantastic. Can I just, you know, it's funny because you're, as you're talking, I'm thinking of this client that I'm working with now and she has this trouble with, you know, having guys stick around and find that lasting lunch because she just, she literally you know, gets caught up in the storm and she has sex right away. And yeah. sadly in her mind, it was, that's how like love got translated. It's like, well, mm -hmm. we're dating each other. We like each other. Then we should have sex and then you'll love me. Yes. And right. And so what I love what you're saying is it's giving people a language and a strategy to slow down. Cause she just literally right before we hopped on emailed me and says, how, how can I make this guy know that I, I want to take it slow. Should I have a big talk with him? I'm like, no, 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 no. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be this like big lecture. Thing. Yeah. Now you don't want to give a big heavy lecture because that's, right. that's enough to drive him away, but you right. want to give them the uh, incredible validation of something real that you really love about them. And then the bad news, which is they're going to have to wait. <laughs> and then you go back to this incredible validation. But as I say, I can't imagine liking anybody as much as I like you. But oh. you see, so it's there and he's entranced, right? Because you're, you're drawing him in with this amazing validation, which, you know, men crave validation. At the same time, you're not easy. You're not easy to get, which means that drum roll, you're high value. I love this. This is so fantastic. Yeah, okay. So then you have them date casually and then right. keep them in right. it. And right. then what? And of course they have to know where to find the guys, which is a whole, I mean, we could spend an hour mm. on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Usually they say, I can't even find one good guy to date, but there are ways to find guys um, definitely online and offline. But, um, and then the next thing is you want to look for at least two months of consistently improving contact at least two months before you uh, actually uh, become exclusive 
and um, have sex with the guy, really go into intercourse. And if you, you know, if you have that happening, there's at least two months of consistently improving contact. He's inviting you into his life, into his space. You're meeting his friends. You know, mm. uh, if he may be saying the L word, you're feeling closer. Uh, then it's a very good sign that things could last. That is really, that's a great, because it's, it's a very simple way of looking at it. I think, you know, especially as women, we make things so complex and we have like a zillion stories in our head and we get caught in that rather than slowing down and really, like if, it, if it's the right guy, he will wait, right? Oh yeah, because he knows how amazing you are. He's it's, getting, he's crazy about you. Well, and that's a good point. So what would you tell women who don't feel that they're amazing? Like that, I mean, I think it really does start with there. It's loving yourself, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's very important to do the diamond self work. And if you're mm -hmm. feeling really bad about yourself, to get yourself a fairy godmother, a coach, a mentor, somebody who is like a fairy godmother to you, who is knowledgeable and is actually living the life you want to live. You know, in, in business, people look for mentors. They look for somebody in a job they want. Well, it's similar in love. You could find someone who is having the kind of love relationship you want and take guidance. Yeah, I love that. I know it's so hard to do any of this stuff on your own. You know, like... Oh. Yeah. You wouldn't go into business without having a business coach or, you know, it's like we, yes. we get coaches for other things like exercise, that, you know, but for love, sometimes we don't think about that. So yeah, so important. Well, yeah. I wanted to ask you, cause um, in chapter two in your book, you describe the unconscious mistakes women make that sabotage the, their chance of, of having love. And you said that there's like three common ones. What are they? Well, you know, the, the one that you had mentioned, the tornado thing, I, uh, is, is one very, very common. I call mm -hmm. that the flame out. You know, I, I call mm -hmm. that the flame out. Um, then uh, many millennials are in this. They don't even know how to date. They really don't. No, they um, don't. They hang out them. and hook yeah. up. Exactly, exactly. And then they, then they wind up lonely and alone, you know. Um, the uh, other one is the not perfect I'll pass. And, oh. um, you know, that's the kind of thing where, you know, you have a certain idea and he's got to be tall, he's got to be dark, he's got to be this handsome, blah, blah, blah. And um, love almost always comes in a surprise package. But if you're into this, you know, he's not the one, he's not exactly what it is that I think I should have. And it's not perfect, I'll pass, not perfect, I'll pass, not perfect, I'll pass. Mm -hmm. And you wind up uh, alone. You're like, hey, I got it all going on. I got, you know, I'm successful. I'm beautiful. I'm smart. But I don't have, I, why don't I have a guy? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder. Well, and I know that, like, I, actually, I, I call them um, the list lady that they have like a list so long that no one can ever, ever you know, fulfill yeah. all their requirements kind of thing. But yeah. I find that a lot of times those people are in just a state of fear and it's really like a protection because no one exactly. will ever be good enough yes. because they're really scared of getting hurt. Do you find that it's, too? Yes, very, very much, but it's unconscious. Yeah. It's really right, unconscious, right. you know. And, you know, I always say date against type. Ah, what do you mean? That means don't go for, if you feel like you're uh, always having, you know, winding up in the same place where you're alone or you're left or you're always with an alcoholic, 
date against type. In other words, go to the opposite of what you normally would choose. You would choose the uh, tall blonde guy, go with the shorter, (laughs) (laughs) slightly balding guy and just see what happens. Just see what happens. I love that. Hey, it's no different than trying on a dress that you don't think has (laughs) hanger appeal. But sometimes those are the dresses that fit you the best and look. All of a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, my God. This is like something straight out of the red carpet. Exactly. It's like, it was made for me. But when you see it on the hanger, you don't think so. So, ladies, like, definitely use that metaphor and what she just said. It is so, so, so true. And actually, for me, that's like a pattern disruption, too. You know, because I obviously, like, again, that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And so like shake things up, do a pattern disruption and try on something different. So yeah, that's awesome advice. Wait, what was the third mistake? Well, that is something I mentioned that I did. They all make you love me, you know. Oh, right. Who, uh, you know, is not really into you, but you're going to make them dinner. You're going to be fantastic. You're going to be amazing in bed. You're going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't make anybody love you. You cannot. It's either there or it is not. They're either crazy about you or they are not. You know, that's yeah. it. It is. It may, like, you make it sound so simple. Yeah, I think like so much of us, we get caught. And I know I'm guilty of this too, where it be just becomes so much more complex than that. Because I think when you get caught up in what we think is love, it clouds our judgment, right? And oh, just our ability to see all this. Yeah, your brain chemistry gets off. It actually literally gets off. So it's very hard. That's why I like the dating program at three. You don't want to get involved too quickly before you know whether you like someone, whether they like you, you know, whether they have, <clears throat> you know, similar values and goals. You just don't want to let them be that close to you. You don't want to get them in your, you know, in your soul and in your, you know, it's under your skin. You don't want that. It's uh, these days, especially, you know, with the ghosting, the ghosting, you, you want to protect yourself. Yes. Yes. No, it's so true. And I think we're, you know, more so than, I, I don't know. I mean, you can tell me, I feel like, you know, listening to just my parents' generation and even before that, I I didn't feel like there was so much fear that there is now. Like, I think we're in this constant state of analyzation and fear. And, but I think that's also the fallout of having more opportunities. So it's hard, you know, like, you know, if something doesn't feel right or we don't like it, we can get out really fast. I mean, look at the apps. That's what we can do. Or we can swipe to the next problem or or thing. Yeah, 200 million uh, singles are uh, doing uh, online and app dating every month in the world. Oh, my God. Million. Yeah. Is that what it's up to now? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and so the potential for rejection, if you actually take this seriously, you don't want to take it seriously when you're initially just going through uh, meeting people uh, through messaging. You don't, you don't want to take, it's almost like you want to lay back and lower your expectations because if you take it seriously in the beginning, you will get burnt out. But if yes. you lower lower your expectations, you don't expect anything. You expect everybody to disappear on you. You expect that they're, you know, not it's not gonna work. That way you protect yourself and you just keep going. And and what happens is eventually you hit the really great ones. And you do hit the really great ones because right now, one out of every three marriages in America starts online. And here's the interesting thing: they're happier and they last longer. Mm. 
Oh, I love that. Hey, as we're talking about online dating, I have a question. Do you have any like markers or indicators of, you know, people who look like they are, have more sticking power to them online, like maybe things that they say or things to look for in a profile? Well, uh, you know, you can see, uh, you can read in between the lines. I mean, if they're talking mm -hmm. about fun and a good time or they haven't put very much into their profile at all, you know, yeah. that it's, it's their, their fly-by nights, right? right. Um, you want to <laughs> right. see some seriousness and you want to see that he's mentioning the idea of a relationship and he's indicating that that let's say he wants kids if you want kids i can't believe the number of women who actually don't pay attention to that oh uh, yeah you know i mean do they want a lasting relationship do they want kids period end of story if you want kids that's a that's a good point. Like like it's almost like the words that they choose and use yeah, really, yeah. like that are more relationship minded. And by the way, I will add also the pictures that they put in. Oh, I mean, yeah. if you think like a guy doing a half naked shot in the mirror is going to be like your long lasting boyfriend, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, that's another definite indicator. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh my God. Well, I, I feel like I need to have you back on because all these little things that we're talking about could be another segment in itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you and I could talk forever. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I want you, I want you to um, share with the listeners more about this book, which is just oh, super yeah. amazing. And I know you have like a thousand dollars in bonus gifts for those people who buy right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's please. very exciting. It's the 10th anniversary of love and ID days. And there's a whole new chapter on irresistible self-confidence and the diamond self-work. And uh, it's so exciting. This is the book that Hoda Copy of the Today Show used, and she's now in a great relationship, and Dr. Christian so cool. Northrup used. And, um, and it's just, it's been very exciting. And to celebrate, uh, we have over a thousand, it's actually over a thousand dollars of amazing bonus gifts. I mean, the most beautiful, we have like an e-report on how to use your eyes in dating that's never been before available. We have mm. uh, it, essential oils that have to do with love. I mean, an e-book about it and it's just amazing gifts. And um, all your folks need to do to take advantage of that is to go to lovein90days.com. That's lovein90days.com and click on the little top area, the little tab that says $1,000 and you'll uh, be instructed about how to get your book and get all your bonus gifts. And I guess you'll have a link uh, in the show notes as well. I Karen. will. Yes. And I will make sure that that's included and it's an amazing thing. And by the way, I, I have my free body type booklet, I think. Oh my God. Right? Yes, that is awesome. <laughs> I'm just going to do a little plug awesome. Yes, yes, yes. And how to actually uh, really make your body pop your, your, you know, and everybody has a way to, to become really gorgeous. I, I, I know, I mean, uh, you know how to do it. I mean, uh, it's amazing no matter what, you know, here we're sitting around thinking, oh my God, my thighs are impossible. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my <laughs> yeah, maybe the thighs are impossible, but maybe your boobs are working for you. And that's, I, that's, the whole exactly. Thing. Like finding exactly. where your confidence lies and show it off, lady. <laughs> exactly. And Kim can make your thighs disappear. <laughs> <laughs> disappear. Right. Your gift. Your gift. No, it really can. can the, <laughs> hey, we can make the thighs ghost. Like that's the kind of ghost that's good, right? <laughs> no, it's really true. That's so true. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much.
joining me, Diana. It was just, it was a, such a pleasure. Was there any like last parting words of wisdom that you wanted to share before we head out? I would say you can have the two kinds of love, passionate, lasting, amazing love, and the deep friendship. You can definitely create that and don't quit before the miracle. Oh, oh my gosh. That's beautiful. Oh, all right. Well, thank you so, so much again for joining me. And of course, this has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Make sure, yes, you pick up Dr. Diana's fab book, Love in 90 Days Now. Get all those great bonuses. And I'm excited to announce my new Love Makeover Boot Camp, ladies, combining a four-day luxury retreat in Florida and a group coaching course. So we're going to get together, practice all of it, and then we're going to keep it going online. It's really going to transform your love life inside and out. And click the link you'll see in the show description, both for the book and to hop on a call with me about the boot camp. And then stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.